you or someone you love needs help for an addiction, where do you turn? Foundations Recovery Network offers individualized treatment for the whole person. Our goal goes beyond short-term sobriety. We address substance abuse and co-occurring mental health issues together, providing a firm foundation for long-term recovery. The first step is often the hardest, but we're here with a free assessment, insurance information, and treatment options. Our confidential helpline is available 24-7, so call 877-714-1318 and discover the Foundation's Recovery Network difference today. This is Rich Roll, and you're listening to Silver Guy Radio. Yo, what's up? Thank you for tuning in today. Thanks to humans for bringing us in. Thanks to you for supporting the show. I'm Shane Rammer. You're listening to the Friday episode of That Sober Guy Podcast. It's good to be here with you. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're finding your recovery battles and challenges and wins and all the good things and the crazy things that come along with recovery. Hope they're all doing good. Hope you're hanging in there. That's all we can do is do the next right thing. So I'm always... I feel like I'm talking about that a lot lately. Just show up. That's the thing that has been put on me a lot lately. Just show up and God will do the rest. Today, we're going to be talking about working the 12 steps, what that looks like from my experience, why that's important. Um, I'm not an expert on working the steps. I'm not an expert on recovery. In fact, I'm not really an expert on uh, much. But what I can say is I have worked the steps a couple of times. This is the third time uh, that I'm working through them. And um, I'm learning a lot about myself, of course, um, about what it means to be part of a step study group and uh, a couple of other things. We're going to talk about those two. Uh, we get that question a lot. What is a step study? So I thought, what the heck, let's do um, little content about that today. But before we do that, be sure to check us out at thatsoberguy.com for past episodes and resources. Uh, you can also connect with us on Instagram at realthatsoberguy and on Twitter at Shane Raymer. A couple of people say it like that. Shane Raymer. Have one, um, uh, one person, one of my homies, Alan Stevens. I think I've said this on the show before. Every time I'd walk through the door, he would say, Seamus Raymer. So I tend to use that as the French alias every once in a while because it does kind of sound French or Irish. Um, I don't know what I'm talking about right now, but Alan, I miss that man a lot. Just told my lady that the other day, speaking of Alan Stevens, uh, we all got those homies, right, that passed on a little bit too early. Um, and Alan was one of them and he was a good dude and he had his own demons. I know that for a fact. And, um, you know, something happened, but hey, on a, on a on a light note here, I'm getting a little on um, on the side of, um, oh, I don't want to say darkness or death, but that's inevitable, right? We're all going to die one day. Does that make you feel good? You're going to die one day. <laughs> In fact, Seth and I just had this, oh, I'm getting all off track here, but whatever. Seth and I just had this conversation the other day about how different cultures, different parts of the country, they acknowledge death. And we in America, we, a lot of us really tend to bury our heads in the sand when it comes to death. And we're all going to die one day. So might as well face the facts, right? And here's the positive spin on that. Let me tell you why I'm talking about this. If I live my life every day, like I only had a year to live, or I only had a week to live, or I only had today. What if I just had today? And I'm, I'm not saying this is easy to do. I don't do it every day. It's definitely something that is going to take a, a, a ton of practice and I'm going to continue to do so. But if I can live just today in this moment, 
like it was my last, how different, how, how positive would my day be? How would I serve others? How would I spend time with, with my family, with the people that I love? How would I do things that actually matter versus things that, um, that don't or that, that uh, sweating the small stuff? Getting in moments where I get pissed off or upset about things that don't really freaking matter. Trying to stop saying the F word. I'm doing a good job somewhat. Okay, but, um, you know, so I'm totally going off on a tangent here, which is, is part of the show, I guess, uh, that, that rambling aspect of it, which makes it fun sometimes too. But number one, live in the moment. Live today like it was your last. I know it's a cliche thing, and I'm going to try to do the same. And also, much love. And I'm pouring one out. I'm going to take a sip, actually. I was going to say pouring one out. I'm going to take a sip in, this, in the Philly Cup. That was a good trip last year. All my homies out in Philly, what up? But I'm going to take a sip for all the homies out there who we've lost. Uh, I'll name a couple of them in my, in my aspect. Uh, Alan, Ryan, uh, Tanel. Uh, man, the list, the list goes on. I'm not going to go down it right now because I'll cry. Uh, but I'm sure you have some out there too. And so uh, let's, uh, let's keep putting up the good fight and we'll send some love out and a lot of respect and uh, a lot of hope and positivity out there to those still struggling and those who, uh, who ain't with us anymore. So um, back to some of the – hold on. I'm going to be scrolling down here a little bit. Anyways, I got all off track there, but hey, that's good stuff, right? It's from the heart right there. Um, real quick, if you're listening to this via iTunes, Spotify, or any of the other audio podcast platforms, and you want to watch the show with video and see my ugly mug all up in your ugly mug, you can go to youtube.com slash that sober guy podcast. Make sure you hit subscribe. I'm going to be posting these videos up along with the audio podcast uh, moving forward. So that should be fun. It's a nice little new addition. I probably should have done it a long time ago. Um, but, you know, hey, we're just doing the best we can, son. That's all we can do. Doing the best I can. Uh, check out the TSG, that sober guy merch store. We have men's shirt. Why do I, t- I talk very, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to do. What is that from? Is it from um, Talladega Nights? I don't know what to do with my hands, something like that. But I feel like I'm very, I'm very, I get distracted very easy, as you can see. Uh, but I'm, I'm moving my hands around a lot. As a matter of fact, my boss a while back, a couple of years ago, she was talking and she goes, are you a cat? Are you a cat? And I said, what are you talking about? She goes, you look like a cat because every time I'm moving my hands, your eyes are following, following <laughs> her hands around. I said, I don't know. I don't think I'm a cat. Hope you're not calling me a pussy because I'm not feel like I'm somewhat of a manly man. Uh, at the same time, I'm using my hands a lot too. Spirit fingers. Okay, God, man, you're just killing it right now. Just killing it. Anyways, check out the merch store. Hoodies. Uh, the zip-up hoodies, my favorite. We got men's shirts, lady shirts. There's coffee mugs. I think there's a TSG. I don't think I know because I put it up there. There is a TSG phone case. Um, check all those things out. Help support the show. We're trying to get some merch going for you guys. We had a lot of people reach out and say, why don't you have any t-shirts? So, you can get yourself a t-shirt, a long sleeve, a short sleeve, a hoodie, any of that good stuff. Grab a coffee mug. You see the coffee mug right there? Similar to that one right behind me. Uh, you can go to thatsoberguy.com, click on the merch store tab. Um, what else? Oh, you know what I missed? I missed. We have a live show coming up at Journey Coffee in Vacaville, California 
on October 18th. Uh, that's actually next Thursday. Come drink some coffee with us. Hang out. We're going to be talking about recovery. We're going to be talking about community. I think that's the topic is stepping out into community. Uh, Seth and I will be up there having some fun. Uh, we'd love to see you there. If you're in the Northern California area, you can go to thatsoberguy.com, click on the live events tab if you'd like more information. As far as time, well, I can give you the time. It's 7 o'clock p.m. Thursday evening, October 18th. Uh, I do not remember the address, but it is in Vacaville and it's on the flyer. So go there and check it out. All right. And then, uh, yeah, last thing. Um, well, not, you know what? I'm just going to skip over that. You know, dang it. I had, dang it. Dang it. You son of a biscuit. I got cash saying son of a biscuit. Probably not good. I mean, obviously he's not saying the, the, the word itself. He's four, but he did the other day. He goes, ah, oh, dad, son of a biscuit. And I, I, I thought he was going to say it. And I like my neck about snapped back. He said biscuit. So dude, so crazy. Kids pick up everything. They're like little sponges. And uh, if you're not careful, I got to speak for myself when I'm not careful. Cause not if, cause I'm not all the time. And all of a sudden I hear this little dude say something. I go, dude, I got to watch what I say. Very important. Very important. Let me take a breath here. Sometimes I get going. Let me take a sip. Mm, that's good. So what are the 12 steps? How do they work? What are the 12 steps and how do they work? Well, I wish I had an answer for you. I don't know. Just kidding. I don't really know, but I know from experience. I know what they meant to me. And let me, uh, let me go back a bit uh, when I was in rehab. Obviously, we didn't have time to go through a whole 12-step process in there, but we did uh, go through some of the steps and it was explained to us the program of NA, of AA, um, mainly those two when I was in rehab. And when I got out of rehab, obviously they give you an aftercare pl uh, plan. Well, maybe not obviously to, to some of you. Some, some people haven't been to rehab. I forget that sometimes. I'm the only freak who's been to rehab. Not true. But I'm not a freak for I see you're a freak. Oh my gosh, what is going on today, man? I got to stop. Okay, let me, let me tighten this up a little bit here. Let me tighten up, son. When I went to rehab and got out, aftercare is a big part of it. What are you going to do? They recommend you go to 90 meetings in 90 days. Okay. The so basically for the first 90 days, my ass is dialed in. I'm going to meetings every day. I'm getting a sponsor. That's one of the first things that's recommended, even if it's a temp sponsor and start working the steps. Um, I wish I could tell you that I did that, but I didn't. Now, the one thing that I did do is I did go to meetings. I did go to meetings at least, at least probably three a week, at least for the first 90 days. And I did attempt at getting a sponsor, but it, it was just, there was something about it that did not feel uh, right at the time. And, and obviously that was me. I didn't feel right at the time. I don't know if there was necessarily something about it. So it took a few months for me to get my first sponsor. And when I did get my first sponsor, I was not committed enough to the program. I was committed to stay sober, I got to say, but I wasn't committed enough to a program to be diligent enough and, um, well, I guess committed enough to show up and work the steps with this guy. And he, he, was, a, he was a good dude. He had a couple of years sober. 
Um, I think I had asked originally his sponsor if he would be my sponsor and, and he, he probably had 12 or 15 dudes he was sponsoring. I don't know. I think he had a lot. And so he kind of passed me off like a hoe. Just kidding. <laughs> he passed me off to, uh, um, to, to Sean was his name, is his name. And um, so I started working with Sean a little bit and I just, I, I wasn't, I wasn't in it, man. I really wasn't. And I wish I, you know, I look back on that and I, I kind of, I try to give myself grace and, you know, and cause I, I would love to say, Hey, I did it perfect the first time. And I worked the steps and I went through it. I just, I did it. And I'm not recommending this either. So I'm, so I'm sharing this because I'm, I'm trying to, you know, hopefully someone out there can go, okay, now I know what not to do at the same time. You know how you feel inside. Only you know that. Only I know how I feel inside. Okay. And so sometimes the timing of things are just a little bit off. And at this point, um, to make a long story short, I did not complete working the step work. And ultimately, Sean was no longer my sponsor after a while. Great dude. Phenomenal dude. Still in recovery uh, from what I know till, till this day. Um, but I continued to go to meetings. And... Um, I don't know, maybe a year, year and a half in, I took a shot at another sponsor. Um, and, you know, he, good dude too, going through a lot of stuff. We started working the steps and then I found out that he had like way less sobriety time than I had. And I'm, I don't really know how somebody looks at that, whether that's right, whether it's wrong to me, it didn't feel right. Um, and that could have been a combination of those feelings and then also my head starting to spin and say like, well, you know, you got more time. I mean, you know, you know how the brain does, man. The brain be playing some tricks on you. Just like ghetto boys. My mom's playing tricks on me. Okay. I'm sorry. Let me get a drink. But your mind does be playing tricks on you. Be messing with you, telling you things that aren't true. That little voice creeps in. It does some work sometimes, and it did a little work in me at that point. So, you know, I, I think we got through the first couple of steps, and I called it quits again. Failed. Failed twice. Failed twice at, at working the steps. Oh, yeah, we got a little music going on in the background. I can hear it out there. I got to soundproof this room better. Anyways, so... Number one, failure happens. And it's something that I had, and I, I stuck, even though I didn't stick with doing the step work and I failed at those, I didn't give up. I didn't go back to drinking. I didn't stop going to meetings. I probably wasn't going as much as I should have been at the time. You know, in that first year, that first two years, it's a pivotal point. But I definitely was staying plugged in. I was staying connected to people. I also had started the podcast by this point. And so, you know, that was helping really to, to keep me dialed in and, and connecting with community and being around people, even though I wasn't actively, um, you know, working a step program at that, at that time, even though I need, I know, I knew that I needed to be, oh, let me move around a little bit here, get comfy. Yeah. So, um, if I, you know, go back and I look at why that was, the only thing I can think of is it wasn't God's time for me. It wasn't the right time for me. Plain and simple. And I gave myself some grace on that. I, I give myself some grace on that now because I know that's my, that's my story. That's my path that I was supposed to go down. So 
we get about two and a half years in is, is what I'm guessing two, two and a half years. And, um, you know, and finally I, i I meet buddy and that in itself, that itself, I think we've talked a little bit about it before you can go back and, and listen to some of the other episodes with, with buddy C, um, you know, about how we met. That was an act of God in itself. Like, you know, that wasn't anything that wasn't anything that was, uh, the way we found each other was the the path of least resistance. <laughs> Let me just put it like that. And it was almost by accident, but I, I believe it there's, you know, I don't believe in things happening by accident when it's something like that at the same time. So there's kind of that conundrum there, right? Ooh, look at you, Raymer, using words like conundrum. Ooh. But that was something that friendship, that relationship that we hold is something that is special. And I believe it was meant to be right at that time. And it's continued on. And Buddy has brought me through the steps again. You know, we've taken a long time because we, we don't have any specific agenda. I mean, we do have an agenda. We talk about recovery. We talk about life. We talk about other stuff when we meet. But we have, it's not like I'm going to hurry up and work the steps and get through them, you know, tomorrow. We're just doing what we do. I'm sure you can hear some sirens in the background too. I'm noticing a lot of background uh, noises today going on. I'm kind of digging it. It keeps it real and raw, right? Um, so let me get to the step-to-step step work. I, I get sidetracked sometimes and I go down these paths and these holes, but I hope that some of that made sense to you as far as finding a sponsor. Um, it's not always going to look perfect. It's not always going to look like I might think it should look. And that's okay. The important thing is, is we don't stop trying. We, we keep going and we keep doing the next right thing. So on to the step study, because this is, this is kind of how I'm, I'm putting this together. But I wanted to lay the sponsorship out or the mentorship, whatever you want to label it or call it, friendship, whatever. I wanted to lay that out first because that is a key component to being able to work through the steps. You need to have somebody or a group, some accountability, somebody to help you go through. Maybe it's a temporary sponsor. Maybe you don't even call them a sponsor. Maybe it's a temporary accountability partner that has worked the steps that wants to help you go through them or that can help you go through them. That's kind of what I'm getting at in laying out the, the, the sponsor piece of a 12-step program or a recovery program. So what are the 12 steps and how do they work? Now, I'm working a 12-step study now. I still meet with Buddy on, on, you know, once a week, if not more. Sometimes we hit each other up um, during the week too. It's always an open line of communication is what I'm getting at. But I still meet with Buddy. We did the, the, the step work through the AA Big Book. Um, and now, you know, I, in the last year, you know, Buddy had encouraged me a lot. You need to get to a meeting like weekly. You need to at least be going to one meeting a week. And, and, and what that means is, is holding me accountable for my actions, for my recovery, showing up, doing the next right thing, serving others. That's huge. And how can I do that if I'm not showing up to at least one meeting a week, being active in the community of recovery? And so, you know, in, in different meetings I'd tried around, I had already had, um, you know, some, some time at CR, which is Celebrate Recovery. It's at our church here in Vacaville. And so that's what program I chose to dive into. And I love it. It's a 12-step study. It's a faith-based, Christ-based recovery um, uh, program. 
and it's Tuesday night and I, or Monday night is CR. And then Tuesday night we have a step study group. So what's up to all my CR homeboys out there who are rocking it on Tuesday night with me and the rest of us as a group and as a, um, a little uh, community, I'm digging it. We actually got out, went to dinner the other night. We finished, we're halfway through our step study right now. And so we decided we were going to go out to dinner as a group on Tuesday night instead of meeting uh, for, for, uh, for step study. We just went out to Pietro's here in Vacaville, bomb restaurant, Italian, old school style, loving it. Uh, man, we all wore our button up shirts looking all fly. Man, you, you got to get out and look good, right? You want to be, you want to be um, able to dress up every now and again, able to look good, feel good, smell good. Man, that's important. And so we kind of talked about it and, and, and we said, man, let's, let's, let's get nice, nice and uh, cleaned up for the night. Go have some dinner together as men and, um, and have a good time. And we did. So big shout out to those guys. That was a good time. Um, but the step study, you know, is, is important not just for us, not just for me as a person in recovery, but it's also important for our loved ones too. So Jess and my mom are both actively working step studies right now. And I want to point something out. Step studies are not, at least in CR, so let me point this out too. NA, Narcotics Anonymous, AA, Alcoholics Anonymous. Those two are just for people who are alcoholics or who are um, addicts, okay? Um, They have other groups that are open, more of an open concept for anybody who's dealing with things that they want to recover from. Anxiety, depression, overeating, all those, you know, anything, sex, Drugs, alcohol, we already mentioned those two, but there's all kinds of different things that we struggle with in life. Codependency, that's a huge one. And they have other programs for that. And um, so, you know, and the reason I say that is because CR is one of those programs. Refuge Recovery, another one of those programs. Um, there's plenty of them. I know there's, there's, there's um, I'm trying to think of the the other one that's, that's in partner kind of with AA, or I don't know if it's in partner, but... Uh, I'm totally drawing a, a brain brain uh, freeze right now. Um, but point being, everybody, in my opinion, let me let me make that clear. In my opinion, everybody should be in some sort of of recovery program because life is madness sometimes. And I don't know how I got through a lot. Well, actually, I do know. I did drugs and alcohol. That's how I got through. That was my tool to help me cope. To help me deal. You know, I don't know how people can get through that without God and some sort of recovery program. When I say God, I want to mention too, whatever your God is, just because my, my God is Jesus and my God is, um, you know, maybe more of a, a Christian based, um, uh, step study that I follow. That doesn't mean that, you know, you have to do that or, or you're not doing it right. You know, and vice versa, if, if your God is something else, it doesn't mean that I have to do that and I'm not doing it right. Point being is, do what works best for you. Do what works best for you. And, and you got to keep an open mind and try some other things out to see what works best. I'm not perfect. I'm not, um, you know, some person who has everything all together and, and knows all the answers and, and has it all figured out. I, I just don't, you know, and I think that, I think that the outer perspective from a lot of people of those 
um, who are either in the church or in recovery or, um, or who are just trying to be better people. It's, it's that perspective of, oh, they, they're perfect. Well, no, that's what recovery is about. It's about working out your imperfections and being okay with them and saying like, hey, I have some shit that I got to work on here. And point being, oh, what am I introducing? <laughs> point being is <laughs> unreal sometimes. That's what a 12-step study will do. Any step study, no matter what program it is, okay? So, okay, 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 okay. Anybody seen Lethal Weapon 4? Okay, 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 okay. Joe Pesci's famous moment in there. He's got a lot of famous moments, but there's one scene in there when he just, here we go, picking my nose again. Sorry, guys. Um, I, there's one scene where he just, okay, 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 okay. And he's just constantly trying to just BS his way out of this situation, and I love it. Beside the point, off the topic, Pick a 12-step program that works for you. Keep an open mind. Try something different. Try some meetings out. Um, so here's what I wanted to do real quick. Okay, I, I hope I've given enough background on what a step study is. Um, I know it's been brief and pretty high level, but you got to jump into it and you got you to get a group, a sponsor, a mentor to help guide you through it first. Okay, now here's kind of what it is and here, here's the applicable points to a step study. We're going to go through the steps and I'm going to read you the CR steps just because those are the steps that I'm actively working now. They're actually very similar to the AA steps. Uh, very, very similar. And I wanted to mention this too. We talked about this the other day. The word God individually appears 134 times within the first 164 pages of the book of Alcoholics Anonymous, the big book. Okay, so I just want to mention that because there's no getting away from the fact that God is a major foundation, a major component to being able to stay sober, a spiritual awakening. And I'm kind of tired of having to dance around that, I got to say. I'm, I really am. Um, and, and like Buddy has said before, and I've quoted this many times, one of my favorite lines he's, he's, he said, um, you don't have to believe in my God. Okay, that's not what I'm saying at all. Would never say that. Your choice, freedom of choice, right? Beautiful thing. But just know that there is a God and it's not you. That one has always stuck with me. And I think if you can get past that, that whole hang up there, and just believe that there's something greater than us, that's a huge step in the right, the right direction of, of, of having the God thing. Um, and I say the God thing because that's what people say. I have a real tough time with the God thing. That's fine. I totally... Respect that you have a tough time with that. I, you know, that's everyone's journey is different. Okay. But I know for me, without God, without some sort of spiritual foundation, bro, I, I am lost, 100% lost, like walking around with no compass, morally, ethically, um, uh, soberly, is that a word? Soberly? Sober? Out of my mind. So let's go over these steps real quick. I'm going to go down them. These are the 12 steps. And so basically how this would work is you would get with your sponsor, you would get with your group. CR step study is a group, um, a group-based step study. So we all, we have workbooks and we sit, we sit in, a, in a group and we go through every step. There's questions, all kinds of stuff. Same with AA, same with NA. 
Um, that's kind of how the program works. Maybe you meet once a week. Some people do, I've seen people do it over Skype, do it over, you know, however, wherever your, your, um, your sponsor, your mentor, your group is, you got to do what you got to do. And that's comes with putting in the work. Man, I got some loogie up in my throat right now. I want to, sn- I want to like get it out, but I didn't want to be, I'm like, <sighs> I'll clean that up later. I know that was disgusting, but I couldn't help it anymore. All right, here we go. We admitted we were powerless over our addictions and compulsive behaviors that our lives had become unmanageable. Step one. Step two, we came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Step three, we made a decision to turn our lives and our wills over to the care of God. Step four, we made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Step five, we admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Step six, we were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Step seven, we humbly asked him to remove all of our shortcomings. Step eight, we made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them. All, by the way, to them all. (laughs) Yep. That person too. We, step nine, we made direct amends to such people whenever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Step 10, we continue to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, we promptly admitted it. That's a key word there, promptly. And then step 11, we sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God, praying only for his knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And I'm going to talk about step 11 here in in, in just a minute. And then step 12, having had a spiritual experience as the result of these steps, we try to carry this message to others and practice these principles in all our affairs. So for somebody who has never heard the steps before, there they are. From according to Celebrate Recovery. And like I said, those are very similar, very, very similar uh, to the steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. And I'm pretty sure they're pretty similar to the Narcotics Anonymous steps as well too. Like I said before, I'm not preaching any specific program to you that you need to do this program or you need to do that program. Just do a program. That's all I'm saying. Do something that works for you. And the only way you can find that is by keeping an open mind and trying out some different things and figuring out what works for you best. Okay, so I wanted to touch on, actually, and real quick before I go to step 11, and then we're going to wrap this thing up. Basically, like I mentioned before, you'll go through these step works with these, step, these steps with your group, with your mentor, with your sponsor, and you'll work them. That's what working the steps is. You work them. You write, you think, you meditate, you prayer, or you pray, <laughs> you pray, you in, you're in prayer. Okay, and that's um, some, uh, some of uh, what I wanted to discuss about step 11 is we sought, let me read it again, step 11, we sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. I get wrapped up a lot of the time in meditation and prayer, especially prayer. 
praying for external things, praying for, and I, I actually, I, I got to give myself a little love here. I've gotten a lot better at this as I continue to, you know, continue to learn and grow. I, I really try not to do this often, but every once in a while it creeps in. You start, you find it, it's totally normal to you start praying for stuff, right? Or to things for people, which is a good thing. But in the end, most of that stuff is a good thing, especially praying for people. But in the end, I believe, and I, the more I think about this and understand it, I truly believe that all God wants us to pray for, and this would be complete powerlessness and complete faith, in my opinion, all God wants us to pray for or to meditate on is to pray and meditate for the knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. That's it. So that is one of my daily prayers. God, I love you. I'm so grateful today for everything you've blessed my, my family with and um, you know my life, my sobriety, everything. I just ask today that you show me my will and grant me the power to carry it out. Amen. That's it. You know, that, that's, that is this, the, the simplest thing for me. And what it does is it eliminates all control for me. It eliminates all control of me trying to control external things, me trying to control, um, you know, circumstances or people, places, things. Those are the things that drive me insane. Like I said, I'm not perfect at it. I'm not. It is a daily practice. Uh, we had a speaker in, in CR not too long ago, um, totally drawn a blank on his name right now. Um, but he was awesome. And one of the things that he said, he'd been in recovery like 25, 30 years, and he was a very humble man. And the one thing that he said, I'm in process. I'm consistently in process. It's never going to be finished. It's never going to be done. Things come, things go. There's ups, there's downs. Things are constantly changing. Do I adapt to change or do I stay stuck? That's it. I'm in process. Good stuff right there. Always stuck with me. I love you guys. I hope that gave you a little bit of an understanding of what the 12 steps um, are about, how you would at least start to work uh, some sort of 12-step program. I know that's extremely high level. I'm just kind of giving you my experience in this. Um, there's a lot more to learn on it. Like I said, I'm not an expert by it at any means, but I hope that that will give you some sort of insight into what it looks like and how you can do it and how important it is for those of us, especially in early recovery, to work the steps. I'm five years in and, and working the steps actively again right now. So once again, this is a process. It's a practice. And we continue on to do it. And that's what I'm going to continue to do is serve, uh, do my best to look out for others. You know, I wanted to share this too real quick. I set a, an alert on my phone to go off every morning at, at 8 a.m. And it's very simple. It says, who can I serve today? Who can I serve today? To remind me because I forget. I forget every day, you know, if I'm not in tune to it, that my job is, is, is to be here and to serve others. It's not about Shane. And unfortunately, you know, it being about Shane creeps in a lot. Um, and, and I, I accept that and I, I, I give myself grace with it because I know as human beings, we're selfish human beings. That's just the way we are. That's just the way we're made. We're created that way. 
And so to, to step out of that and to be of service and to be in a recovery program, that is how I stay sober is to be of service. So that alarm, that alert goes off now every day at eight o'clock and says, who, who can I serve today? And so that's what I'm trying to do these days. That's what I'm trying to um, build my mindset to in that practice of meditation, prayer, step 11, step 12, carrying on the message. And then, um, you know, and then just, just doing the next right thing and showing up. I think those are two big things. So I appreciate you guys. Um, thank you again for tuning into the show. Thanks for supporting the show. We have some exciting announcements that are going to be coming up in 2019. I think, I think there's going to be some really cool things going on with, with the sober guy platform. So stay tuned for that. Uh, you can check us out at thatsoberguy.com. Uh, all the resources there. Uh, be sure to check out the live show if you're in the area next next week, uh, October 18th at Journey Coffee. Uh, we thank those guys for uh, letting us come out uh, and do a live show there. Uh, much love to our sponsor, Foundations Recovery Network. Love those guys too. You can connect with us on Instagram, at RealThatSoberGuy, and uh, at Shane Raymer on Twitter. And of course, uh, if you're not on the YouTube channel, be sure to subscribe there too. Um, youtube.com slash that sober guy podcast or just just uh, go to youtube and type in that sober guy podcast peace love respect keep your blood clean thanks guys